Hello and welcome back. My name is Nachiket Chetty and you're listening to Get Fit Already podcast. In today's podcast I will be talking about muscle gain and everything surrounding that topic and I'll try my level best to cover as many aspects of the bulking phase as I possibly can. I had also invited a few questions on this topic on Instagram through the ask me anything uh, option in my stories. There were quite a lot of interesting questions asked over there and I will try at my level best to address as many questions as I possibly can from there over here. Okay. So here when I um, say bulking or hypertrophy or any any uh, of these terms uh, in general, I mean muscle gains. Okay. Our primary target, primary interest over here is muscle gain. Our goal is not, I'm, I'm clarifying this right at the beginning of the podcast because there will be a lot of people who are going to ping me again. Ki, uh, what about the uh, how to minimize uh, how to minimize the body fat uh, body fat we gain through uh, when on a surplus how to minimize uh, uh, xyz when we are on a, what about xyz when we are on a muscle gaining phase no none of that is our concern our concern over here is gaining muscle mass and whatever whatever you have to accept uh, along the way in order to in order to gain the optimal amount of muscle mass, you have to accept that there is no way around it. Okay, you just have to do two things, two simple things consistently in order to gain muscle mass. One is progressive overload, whichever type of uh, resistance training you uh, you want to go for, you will have to uh, you will have to incorporate some uh, some kind of progressive overload in your workout. Okay. Uh, when I say resistance training, it does not mean only working out in the gym. So as long as you are making progress in that, you are going to provide sufficient stimulus to your body for it to grow. Okay. If I were to put it uh, in a better way. Uh, so when I say progressive overload, uh, there are a few ways you can you can uh, you can uh, incorporate uh, some few ways you can go for progressive overload in your workout. For example, the simplest example will be that uh, let's say it's my first day in the gym and I I choose five kg dumbbells for bicep curls. In this case. I can do, let's say on my first day, I can do three sets of 10 repetitions each uh, of uh, with five kg dumbbells. So a couple of months later, if I, I should be able to do more than five kg, let's say I can do seven and a half kgs uh, with, I can do the same exercise, same repetition, same sets with seven and a half kgs dumbbells now, which is a two and a half kg increase. Now, this is one way of progressive overload. Now you need to understand that increasing weight is increasing the load is not the only way you can um, you can ha- add some progressive overload in your workout and it will not always be possible for you to increase the load also you can uh, look at intermediate or advanced uh, level lifters they will not always be able to increase the weight on the workout so in that case you have to go for other ways of progression it can be either by increasing the number of repetitions in each set if even that is not possible then at least add the uh, increase the number of sets you are doing so overall volume uh, of the entire workout should increase okay over a period of time so it can come through just just by the virtue of increasing uh, total number of sets or total number of repetitions or both or weight or all three of them okay all three of them will not always be possible it's it will very rarely be possible it will only be possible only in the uh, first couple of weeks or so because you you started off at much lower than what you're capable of but uh, apart from that i don't see any condition wherein you will be able to increase the weight repetitions and sets all three of them in the same workout that is not going to happen okay so that is a progressive overload another that is the simplest way i can explain progressive overload another so that was one aspect of gaining muscle mass now improving in your workout making progress in your workout will not will not always be possible if you are not eating sufficiently sufficient calories okay your calories are important your uh, food intake is going to fuel your workouts and if your food intake is right 
if if your food intake is on point uh, if your caloric intake is on point then your workout are if you then you are going to make progress in your workouts if you are going to make progress in your workouts and stay consistent with both of these over a period of time you are going to put on some muscle okay one thing you need to understand that uh, muscle growth is an energy expensive process okay so just to uh, synthesize new muscle tissue it our body requires certain number of calories okay so you cannot always expect there to be optimal amount of muscle gain if you are eating around maintenance calories or uh, eating below your maintenance calories uh, no matter how much protein intake you have okay i'm assuming that it is understood that uh, you are having sufficient proteins in your in your uh, diet okay on a daily basis basically when you increase your uh, when you go on a surplus when you are trying to gain muscle mass or uh, when you are actively trying to gain weight our uh, our protein requirements go down contrary to what many people believe our protein requirements go down when we are on a surplus so when uh, while trying to lose weight if your uh, protein intake was around 1.8 to 2 grams per kg of your body weight now even if you drop it down to let's say 1.5 grams per kg or so you'll still be fine there still will not be any problem with that you can still get away with that you will still gain the same amount of muscle mass you will not lose out on anything you will not miss out on anything if you are eating less than that okay so don't worry about that um yes so 1.4 grams per kg of your body weight that um, 1.5 grams per kg of your body weight will will suffice if if you are uh, trying to gain muscle if you are on a surplus your total calories are slightly higher than your maintenance calories and you are eating on a surplus okay so these are the two basics uh, progressive overload and surplus and uh, surplus calories now when i say surplus calories um, and when i say progressive overload there are a few more factors we need to take care of the in terms of nutrition and training both i will get into them um, i will get into them soon um, before that i need to discuss uh, a couple of more points now generally uh, when someone goes on a surplus calories when someone goes on a uh, on 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 a bulking phase if there are a few there are a few things weird things you might get to experience okay especially if you just ended your cutting phase if you just ended your uh, fat loss phase and uh, now are moving moving around towards your muscle gain your bulking phase okay uh, generally what happens is let's say you are a male who's who maintains his weight at around let's say 2000 calories you have been on a cutting phase you wanted to lose a lot of fat and um, you ended your fat loss phase at around let's say 1500 calories you were there you were on a deficit you have been on a deficit for let's say 2 months 3 months 6 months 8 months whatever at the end of this 8 uh, months of cutting phase if you have been of being on a deficit on of be eating less than your maintenance calories when you uh, want to turn around towards your bulking phase um let's say you want to eat around 200 150 to 200 calories above your maintenance calories so if your maintenance was 2000 calories now you will uh, you will increase it to let's say 2200 calories okay so let's say you you a male lifter who has been on a fat loss phase for a very long time and you just ended your fat loss phase at 1500 calories if you increase it if you bump it to let's say 2200 calories you bump it by 700 calories 1500 se 7 not 1500 se 2200 calories pe seedha aapne jump kar diya if you directly jump from 1500 calories to 2200 calories there might be there are a few things few weird things that might happen at that point so just so that you do not freak out i'm just laying them down over here i cannot there is uh, and this differs from person to person okay uh, i and uh, the worst part is that i cannot predict which category you might fall on there will be a few people uh, now here's the thing if you have been on a deficit that in itself is a kind of stress on your body 
okay and when you are stressed now this is uh, not the normal kind of stress uh, like we let's say you you had uh, you got stuck at in the traffic for uh, for more than an hour or so or maybe you had a bad day of a bad day at work it it was not that kind of a stress this is the kind of stress you uh, which comes due to hunger due to eating less less than what your body requires and you have been under that kind of a chronic stress permanent stress for let's say 3 months 4 months 6 months 8 months or so at the when this stress has been a constant part of your life um the water weight also goes up that is basically because of of the cortisol fluctuations all the hormonal fluctuations that happen not just cortisol all the other hormonal fluctuations that happen when you are on a deficit they cause you to uh, gain a lot of weight a lot of water weight not not body fat you you hold on to a lot of water weight and at this point at the peak of your uh, of your stress levels of your uh, at the end of your uh, fat loss phase at 1500 calories from 1500 calories when you increase when you add another 700 calories on top of that to to directly jump to around 150 to 200 calories above your maintenance what happens what might happen is that uh, in the extreme cases um, all of that water weight might drop overnight i have seen a lot now this is an app this is a personal anecdote i've seen a lot of athletes that i have trained in the past lose around let's say 1 kg 2 kg 3 kgs overnight okay and it comes as a pleasant surprise ki sir main pichle 3 mahine se 4 mahine se 6 mahine se itna kam kha raha tha bhooka tha ye wo tha weight ghat nahi raha tha week to week weight ghat nahi raha tha weight was not dropping for despite staying on a deficit for so long now we increased it by 700 calories and weight dropped just like that i'm seeing the lowest weight i have ever been at while eating more okay now here at this point if you are a coach if whoever is listening right now if you are a coach don't take credit for that weight loss okay and don't do that have some shame okay <laughs> have some shame uh tell them honestly and if you are an athlete let it be known honestly that this was whatever weight you lose if you lose 1 kg 2 kg 3 kg overnight or if you gain 1 kg 2 kg 3 kg overnight it is always water weight okay you cannot lose body fat you cannot gain body fat or any other tissue in your body overnight by 1 kg 2 kg 3 kg that's not going to happen okay so do not freak out and don't be so happy also because what is going to happen is that that happiness if at all you get happy because of that drop in weight that happiness is going to be short lived okay next day or a few days later you will see that the weight has come back to baseline it has increased again and come back to baseline this might for some people it this might be depressing Okay. Don't let that happen. Know that uh, this was water weight. Another another possibility that can happen is that uh, when for the first time you have increased your uh, the your fruits and vegetable intake, your water intake, all all kinds of intake, you have increased all of that. You get a good night's sleep. Your gut is happy. Your gut health is happy, uh, and all of these good things start happening. all of that stress of course goes down but at the same time your bowel movements also might get back on track okay so if you have been uh, going through some level of constipation there is a good chance that that problem also might get solved okay because of this improved bowel movement if i have to put it that way because of this improved bowel movement and loss of a lot of water weight you might see a huge uh, drop in your weight okay so uh, be aware of that that's all there's nothing to be happy or sad about over here but just be aware of that if if the, if at all that happens do not be do not freak out okay especially if you have another competition coming up uh this this happens a lot like if if some athlete preps for a show once and then he has another show coming up to a week or two later there is a chance that they might freak out 
if you are one of them or if you are listening to this podcast around that period please don't freak out uh, all of that weight loss or weight gain whatever happened it was all of that was water weight or uh, the solid uh, how do i put it solid waste you had in your body okay so don't worry about that uh, that is one scenario which can happen another thing what can happen is that uh, especially at the end of the of a prep when an athlete is um, pretty depleted okay pretty depleted he's not holding any uh, glucose in his body he's not glu- holding any glycogen in his body little to no glycogen in his body his water weight has also dropped a lot uh, because of the drop in the food intake a lot of times their uh, salt intake also drops they are not just salt even potassium intake also drops and when all of these electrolytes drop the the electrolyte levels drop the glycogen stores drop the water weight drops when all of this drops after that immediately at night if you have a buffet if you have food at a buffet or immediately you increase it by 700 800 1000 calories if you increase your uh, food intake by 1 1000 calories if you you are basically loading yourself with a lot of carbs you are basically loading yourself with a lot of sodium and potassium okay and all of these have a tendency to uh, hold on to water 1 gram of 1 uh, gram of glucose can hold on to 3 grams of water okay uh this this fact can be used by a lot of people but if if especially if you are prepping but yeah so salt also causes some water retention uh, potassium might also cause a lot of uh, water retention so when all of these things in, increase in your body when the content of glycogen sodium potassium all of these increase in your body and you drink enough water regardless of how good you slept uh, there is a good chance your body is going to hold on to a lot of water you and if you have if you were really lean to begin with uh actually you might like how you look in the mirror now compared to the previous day because now your muscles might look bigger now fuller now okay that might happen so this is again this is still not a reason to feel uh, bad or uh, or happy for that matter this is not going to be permanent uh again a rule of thumb basically regardless of whether you want to gain weight or lose weight or whatever overnight if you gain weight lose weight anything happens overnight by a kg 2 kg 3 kg rest assured that it is almost never never body fat or muscle mass okay it is almost always your water weight or uh, your bad bowel movements i've seen this happen a lot uh, i have i had a i had a, a friend client who uh, traveled to a different place different city and uh, he didn't have good uh, washroom arrangements so he didn't really feel comfortable taking a dump over there when he came back home the a couple of days after he came back home uh, he reported uh, a drop in his weight by around a couple of kgs or so Okay, nothing changed. He wasn't prepping or anything. He wasn't depleted or anything. It's just that he got he took a really good shit. Okay, that's all that happened. So uh, all of these changes can happen, and uh, all of these changes can can uh, differ wildly when you are on a surplus, when you are eating on a surplus. Okay, so always be aware of that. always be aware of that and uh, always keep that in mind if uh, especially if you are on a gaining phase because uh, uh, they can if you are someone whose emotions are dictated by the number on the weighing scale then this can affect you a lot this can make your entire bulking phase extremely stressful okay you will struggle to stay on a bulking phase for very long okay so that's one thing uh so that was the basics okay um uh, secondly when it comes to the macro macro intake macro proportions if you are on a surplus if you are eating on a surplus then i would suggest drop basically when you just start your bulking phase right um you might feel extremely powerful and everything because you can eat a lot of food which you didn't have for a very long time in your entire life um 
you can eat a lot of food you can see that your uh, strength is going up in the gym by a lot by a huge margin and a uh, lot of good things start happening okay? you are uh, for the first time you're not hungry you are not over full uh, none of those bad things happen or everything that's happening is very it's happening very uh, it, it is working very well in your favor okay this might happen in the initial phase now let it be known that uh, this is a personal opinion but uh, if you are on a gaining phase uh, you have to be on a surplus you have to try to gain muscle uh, for at least 4 6 8 months or so continuously okay you can take a few mini cuts in between i will come to that later you can take a few mini cuts in between if you want to extend your gaining phase but i would suggest i would recommend stay especially if you are a natural lifter staying on a uh, on an extended surplus for around 6 months 8 months or so okay i would suggest you to do that also when it comes to the rate of weight gain make sure that uh, you are gaining let's say around 1 to 2 kgs of body weight per month okay for male for women it becomes half of that okay roughly 1 to 2 kgs 2 kgs bahut zyada bol diya maine make sure you gain around 1 to 2 kgs per month for men and uh, make sure you keep clicking your pictures every week make sure you keep checking your weight on a daily basis if possible and uh, log that weight somewhere in one of those weight manager apps i use uh, lebra there is one weight manager app i have been using since 2017 i think um and it it just shows you a graph basically it's just for the graph okay because as i mentioned right now there can be a lot of weight fluctuations uh because there can be a lot of fluctuations it becomes very difficult to judge that whether that overnight gain of 1 kg was really water weight or did you really put on a lot of body fat well overnight to yaar itna jaldi muscle to nahi badega theek hai so if you gain too fast too much then that is something you need to address okay i'll come to that later uh, but for now make sure that you track your weight on a daily basis you check your you click your pictures on uh, every week on a designated day and in, under the same conditions uh, same lighting conditions on an empty stomach uh, early morning immediately on waking up on an empty stomach after the loo before eating or drinking anything make sure you do that and you uh, click pictures in the same place under the same lighting um, more or less the same hydration levels and uh, same poses okay all of these things are very important if you want really uh, are if you are really serious about uh, if you are extremely serious about uh, your weight gain phase okay and uh, if you track all of these uh, at least your pictures and your weight this frequently and you keep checking on them if you keep comparing the pictures if you keep monitoring your progress over a period of time you will get a good idea about how uh, fast or how slow your weight gain process is going okay if within a week for a male lifter again especially a beginner uh, for the for someone who's going on a bulking phase for the first time if you are gaining around 1 to 2 kgs in an entire month you're doing well also check look at your uh, condition pictures also if you're gaining body fat way too fast um you need to address that now uh, when i say if you are gaining body fat way too fast it can be really subjective because uh, for different people different people have a different idea about too fast okay for um, so uh, of course with experience you will learn uh, what fast and normal is for you but uh, uh, for now if you are doing this for the first time uh, track your weight track your pictures that's all it's as simple as that and track your workout okay if your weight is not moving if your weight has not been moving at all if your uh, pictures also don't show that big of a difference which is highly likely to happen if you are doing everything right you might not see a difference in your pictures from week to week to week okay but if your performance is improving if let's say if if uh, you are put uh, able to lift more and more weight than you used to before or if you are able to lift the same amount of weight with lesser effort with uh, with more ease 
then you are doing right okay then you don't need to change anything don't don't add just like uh, while on a uh, weight loss phase people have a tendency to change their calories every week or so by 50 calories 100 calories or so i don't blame them uh, and there might be some sense to doing that as well but uh, when on a gaining phase you do not have to change your calories that often Okay, you can keep, stay on the same calories for as long as you possibly want to, as long as you are making progress in the gym. Okay, make sure that you are tracking your workout as diligently as your uh, body weight, and make sure you monitor the progress you are making in your workout from week to week to week. So, for someone who is on a gaining phase for the first time in their lives, this will be a, a journey filled with a lot of confusion, lot of doubts. Uh, so if you do it with the help of a coach, it will be great. That will make your entire process a little smoother. Someone who has a trained eye who can tell you that this this week you put on uh, a lot of uh, extra body fat compared to uh, a lot of extra body fat than you should have. If for someone who if you have someone who is um, who who can tell you that it, there's nothing like that. but not everyone will have the luxury to hire a coach for this uh, so make sure that uh, you stick to this uh, to this goal of staying on a surplus making sufficient progress in your workout and staying on this gaining phase for the first 6 to 8 months at least okay you if you have lost weight once before rest assured you can lose it again don't worry Okay, good things are going to happen. Uh, in the initial phase, you might see, as I was saying, in the initial phase, you might see that uh, you are able to, uh, you are you are able to eat more. You are able to see uh, that translate into better progress in the gym. Over a period of time, you will have to, whenever your weight gain stalls or when your progress in the gym stalls. um and you have taken care of deloads and everything in that case you will have to bump up your calories every once in a while okay and whenever you do that you might uh, every time you increase your calories you might uh, see you might see that uh, after a period of time you are you stop gaining weight again okay a lot of you who have lost weight might be familiar with how your weight loss uh, stalls no matter how less how less you eat okay uh, compared to what you used to eat before same happens over here also uh, you might start maintaining your weight rather than increasing your weight despite eating way more than you have ever eaten in your life before this might happen these these phases might happen okay this uh, probably around month uh, third fourth fifth month you might see that you have to eat a lot lot more than you are comfortable with and um, still your weight might not change that much okay so you have to take care of that don't worry. this is the part which is uh, which all of those experienced lifters talk about when they say that they ha- they have a really hard time uh, finishing those 5000 calories 6000 calories this is what they mean eating 5000 calories once after a very long time is an enjoyable affair but eating 5000 calories 4000 calories on a daily basis uh, wherein that you don't remember any time of the entire day where you don't feel like you're still digesting something that phase will happen when you are eating 4000 5000 6000 calories for the first time in your life okay and it is not an enjoyable process this is here's one personal suggestion what i would like to give is that if there is if there is any food which you think right now uh, you can eat unlimited amounts of that and still never get tired of that if you have any such food do not add that into your diet okay especially when you are eating 4000 5000 6000 calories because here's what will happen you can add that you have the luxury to add all of those foods in your diet you will start let's say i enjoy eating shrikhand okay shrikhand uh, it's a maharashtrian uh, food uh, sweet and very high in calories okay. let's say you add that in your diet and you eat a lot of that every day first day you are going to enjoy that by the fourth day you are going to puke at the thought of shrikhand okay now this uh, what is shrikhand for me can, uh, it can be something else for you people okay it can be jalebi or chola bhatura or whatever don't add that food you 
because at the end of this gaining phase you are going to reach a point where you have no favorite food at all and uh that can basically <laughs> screw with your mind okay don't reach that phase don't add your favorite your keep one favorite food outside of this entire process okay still have it occasionally only have it once in two months or so wherein you can still enjoy and go back to your normal diet but don't add these this is just a personal suggestions despite telling you this if you want to still go ahead and try it out go ahead be my guest i have no problem with that your progress is going to be the same you will be able to um uh, lift the same and everything is going to remain the same okay uh, so yeah so as you reach these fourth fifth sixth months of uh, sixth month of uh, being on a surplus you will reach a phase where you you start hating food okay you and this is a phase you have to tough it out uh this also might be a phase where you can add some some um mini cut small phases of cut of of a deficit it can range between 6 to 8 weeks you can go as aggressive as as you want in this phase what can happen what might happen is that uh you will lose um a little bit of that excess fat that you gained your appetite might come down for the first time you might feel better about not having to eat anything and mentally you might get get you might feel a little better this also might be the time where you can take um, a, a short deload phase also or an extended deload whatever you want to uh, you can do that add a little bit of cardio during this part because uh, let's face it uh, let's say you gain in those 6 months you gained 6 kgs okay but you did not train for cardio at all okay in this case now with the same level of endurance same amount of stamina you are going to struggle to run the same 100 meters because your weight is higher your body has to move 6 kgs more okay so your basically your endurance is going to drop if at all you have not engaged in any kind of cardio while um being on a surplus for the entire 6 to 8 months personally i would suggest adding around 10 to 15 minutes of cardio twice or thrice a week regardless of whether you are on a gaining or a losing phase fat loss or a muscle gain phase regardless of that i would suggest adding that but if at all you do not add this would be a phase the during the mini cuts you can add a little bit of that every day uh, you can uh, go on aggressive cuts that is also fine if you are as long as you promise yourself to end that cut within the planned 6 to 8 weeks only aisa nahi ki us din ek din fuck up ho gaya ab ek aur hafta zyada cut karenge aisa nahi karna hai you goal is not to get shredded over here okay that is not the goal goal is only to get your appetite back back to where it used to be before goal is to uh, maybe give your body some rest from that heavy lifting mentally also you will feel better basically okay you might feel a little better over here during this phase you can just chill okay going forward you can take a break uh, after after that mini cut you can decide to um, get back to your gaining phase slowly and uh, keep repeating these cycles over a period of time you will end up much much bigger than you started off with and when it comes to the nutrition no matter what you do uh, if you are on a surplus uh, you really will not have to worry about your fiber intake and your water intake uh, even if you have just one serving of that for each uh, for each meal for your lunch and dinner basically your entire day if a majority of your calories are coming from whole foods rest assured that you are getting in one way or the other you will be eating a lot of fiber from your foods so that is not something you will need to be concerned about especially if you are on a gaining phase especially when you are on a surplus uh, again um, there will be a lot of people uh, who have been on a ketogenic diet for a very long time they lost a lot of weight on a ketogenic diet they think that it is magic now if you want to gain weight ketogenic diet will not be the best over here also um, as i was uh, talking about the fourth fifth sixth month where the food total food uh, volume itself is so high that you will start hating food now uh, here this also will be the phase where i would suggest you to recommend you to uh, drop a lot of proteins uh, down to the bare minimum that is required because proteins are the most satiating macronutrient okay and uh, 
to top that you don't really need as much protein if you are trying to gain weight if you are already on a surplus okay so by dropping the protein intake uh, you might allow yourself to make it easy to eat to finish all of those calories that you anyways were going, want to eat okay so that is going to happen secondly um, basically your your dieting part is going to become a little easy okay same goes for your fiber intake also if you increase your whole uh, whole foods if you increase your co- co- complex carbs by a little bit uh, that is also automatically going to increase your uh, fiber intake in your diet uh, also if you are if you are planning on going on a gaining phase in a with a ketogenic diet i would not suggest you to do that because it is only going to increase your struggle वैसे ही सब कुछ केक बिस्किट ढाल के भी आपको स्ट्रगल होने वाला है एक पॉइंट के बाद प्रोवाइडेड दैट यू डिड एवरीथिंग कंसिस्टेंटली बट इफ यू विद विद फैट्स विद ओनली फैट्स एंड प्रोटीन्स इन योर डाइट यू आर ओनली गोइंग टू मेक इट दैट मच हार्डर फॉर योरसेल्फ सो आई वुड सजेस्ट डूइंग दैट बिकॉज यूर गेनिंग फेज माइट नॉट लास्ट टू लॉन्ग आफ्टर दैट अनलेस यू आर वन ऑफ दोज एक्सेप्शन आई हेव सीन ए लॉट ऑफ पीपल फेल विद दैट i wouldn't suggest you to do that uh, at least add some amount of carbs at least in the beginning and then gradually you can increase that but don't don't put your bet on going through your entire gaining phase with just a ketogenic diet i wouldn't suggest that okay now muscle gain the rate of muscle gain i spoke about the rate of muscle gain i spoke about protein intake i spoke about how to manage your uh, calories a little bit how long to go uh, when to add mini cuts deloads now when it comes to workout you need to um, uh, i cannot i cannot uh, teach the entire workout programming uh, through a podcast if i have a whiteboard and i get all of you on a zoom call then it's an an, an entirely different uh, uh different different ball game there i can teach i have the luxury of teaching with all those resources okay so uh first of uh, first things first make sure that the weekly volume for each of those muscle groups is between 12 to 20 okay maximum 12 uh, maximum 20 sets per week and minimum 12 sets per week okay so uh and then uh and each muscle group has has to be worked on at least uh, each muscle group has to be worked on more than once a week let's say the athlete is going to work out for 6 days a week the highest priority muscle group is the chest and the lowest priority muscle group is the let's and uh, the lowest priority muscle group is the arms okay so i will combine i will i will work on my chest and arms on the in the same session okay so if i were to uh, do 20 sets for chest and 12 sets for uh, Twelve sets for arms. Then I am going, I, and I ha- I will have to finish these two uh, these twenty plus twelve sets within two sessions. Okay, so in one session, in the first session, I will have just I will have to finish ten uh, sets of chest exercises and six sets of um, arms exercises. Okay, so bicep curls and tricep exercises, three three sets. हो गया six. हो गया arms are done. Same for chest. i have uh, what 10 sets to be to be finished in that one session in that in that um, let's say in that session i do one barbell bench press one um, incline press and uh, uh, pec flies so that is 3 um, 3 2 3 3 4 okay three sets three sets four sets okay so that is uh, 10 sets of chest uh, and six sets of uh, of arms okay if i repeat the same thing again two days three days later then that is 20 sets of chest and uh, 12 sets of arms so that is one way of distributing your volume across two sessions in one week so first and foremost you need to prioritize all of those muscle groups don't try to prior- put everything at rank 1 okay if you want to grow your chest then grow your chest only put everything else on second priority okay don't try to grow your chest arms legs back shoulders everything in the same cycle don't do that in this particular block prioritize your chest in keep your chest at the highest volume 
and keep everything else at lower than that okay so put a one good way you can do that is that uh, write down all of these uh, muscle groups let's say uh, chest back legs shoulders arms and uh, legs okay so uh, the uh, you you give them a ranking 1 2 3 4 5 and then distribute the sets accordingly rank 1 highest priority should have 20 sets rank 5 lowest priority should have 12 sets and everything else in between should have more than 12 less than 20 that's all and then club them accordingly once you have clubbed them accordingly uh, you can distribute their sets between two sessions okay just like i did in the example for uh, chest plus arms okay so you can do that for the entire workout this is the simplest way i can explain uh, how to make a workout uh, workout plan okay so make sure that the weekly volume of each of those muscle groups is between 12 to 20 sets Uh, and make sure you add some level of periodization you need you only thing you will need to learn about is uh, how to periodize your workout and how to um, and you'll have to learn about exercise selection for now if you are a beginner and if you are making your workout plan for the first time in your life this should be a good start also uh, a lot of people have uh, have the tendency to try to do everything in the same uh 6 to 8 months okay they try to put on a lot of strength lot of muscle lot of endurance lot of everything lot of calisthenics don't don't try to do everything you can't increase everything in the same block focus on one thing at one time and then move on to the next so for the first two months you can focus on putting on a lot of strength okay get get as strong as possible in the let's say four to six rep uh, rep range then for the next two months get as strong as possible in the eight to 12 rep range in the next two months um, try to uh, increase your endurance try to increase some uh, try to add um, hiit drills or try to add cardio exercises which are very relevant to your weight training exercises and then to uh, after staying on that for one or two months get back to your strength training block so when you keep periodizing like this over a period of time you will keep improving on each and every parameter okay but if you try to do strength hypertrophy endurance everything within the same week and uh, try to just crush yourself within the same week it is going to be very difficult for uh, in terms of recovery no matter how much you are uh, how much you eat throughout the day okay it really will not matter try to prioritize one thing at a time and then move on towards that um uh, so that's that and uh, secondly <clears throat> uh the most important question will be was uh, how should be the approach for uh, let's say someone who's a skinny fat lifter okay so here what i would suggest is that uh, prioritize again prioritize one of the two things now you need to embrace the fact that midway through the process you will not like how you look aesthetically you will not be pleasing okay if uh, for someone who is a skinny fat lifter uh, if you go on a cut you are going to and even if you get really lean you lose all of that body fat as much as you wanted to you are going to look very skinny especially when you are wearing clothes when you are not checking yourself out shirtless in the mirror you are going to look very skinny to yourself okay and for everyone uh, on the other hand if you try to go on a bulking phase when you are when you are already fat you are going to end up getting much much fatter that is going to take a toll on your confidence so what i would suggest is that see in first of all majority of the skinny fat lifters uh, are rank beginners like majority of them i'm not saying all of them majority of them are rank beginners they've never lifted in their lives their nutrition has always been shit their entire lifestyle has been extremely sedentary all their lives okay so for such people uh when you introduce them to weight training when you when you add sufficient proteins in their diet and when you um when they are eating right for the first time when they are uh, when their step count has gone up when they are lifting sufficient weights in the gym when they are eating around their maintenance calories with enough when with sufficient proteins uh for the first two months or so you will see that they get strong very fast okay uh, they will get strong they will see their body composition improving over the over the period of those 2 to 2 to 3 months 
after which they can take the make the decision of whether they want to cut or gain okay now there at that point again the question remains the same if you are way too fat if you are already at around 16 to 20% body fat i would suggest you to go on a cut bring it down to somewhere between 10 to 12% body fat and only uh, stay there maintain your weight for a couple of weeks or so 2 to 4 weeks and then go on a gaining phase on the other hand if you look very lean at the end of those 2 months if you look very lean um then you can directly go on a gaining phase there's no uh, there's no need to go on a cut and, uh, separately you can directly go on a gaining phase you can start off at around 10 to 12 percent body fat stay on a gaining phase for the next six to eight months try to reach between eight to 18 to 20 percent body fat and maintain there for another two to four weeks and then reverse cut down back to 10 to 12 percent body fat when you keep uh, running around in circles like this over a period of time you will end up much bigger uh, with more muscle mass, more strength, ev more everything, more of everything. You will look good in clothes also. Okay. With or without clothes, you will look good. So that is, uh, so basic. Uh, so in short, if I, if someone asks me if uh, that, how long it will take for a skinny fat lifter, it is not, you will, even after a year or so, you will not, you will not necessarily like where you, uh, what you look like, uh, you will not necessarily like where you are at that point. It will take more than one year. It will take much more, much longer for you to get into that as aesthetically pleasing phase in your life. Okay. But uh, stay patient, uh, focus on getting strong as fuck and uh, you will be there. Okay. Just focus on getting strong as fuck. Okay. That's, that's, that's the easiest thing. Like that's the simplest thing, not the easiest. That's the simplest thing to do. And uh, lastly, you will also see that there will be this small majority of people who, despite going through these bulking cutting cycles, you might not have gained as much muscle mass as you usually see people gaining. Okay. Uh, you will come across a lot of people, uh, personally, I have, I have had clients who have gained much, much better than I have in the same period of time with the same workout, same nutrition, same everything. Okay. So it can be depressing. I can totally understand what you go through, but that is fine. Okay. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, you have been dealt the cards. You have to play them right now. That's all you can do right now. You cannot change your parents. You cannot do anything about your genetics. You have to just stay on a surplus, get strong as fuck. When you get fat as fuck, cut down your fat, get back, get down to around 12% to around 12% body fat, stay there, maintain your weight then get back uh, then get uh, get back to a surplus get strong as fuck again okay so keep repeating this cycle over a period of time people will think you are genetically gifted it will take it will take around four to five years or so but uh, it will be worth it okay uh, apart apart from your aesthetics actually your health and every everything will improve over a period of time so don't, uh, don't, don't stress yourself so much about that. Also, one important thing is that, um, when you gain that body fat, right, there will be a lot of people who will beat themselves up when they, uh, when they see some body fat going up. Okay. When they, when they see that they are not as lean anymore, don't be that person. Don't be that person who sees that little bit of body fat going up. And now you are suddenly, uh, you know, uh, you, you want to go on a cutting phase again. Don't be that person. Uh, don't be that person. Continue with that uh, weight gain phase. Stay on it. No matter what happens, stay on it. Stay consistent. Reach a place where you are at around 18 to 20% body fat. It is fine. Even if you got fat right over here, for the, you are not, it's plan is to not go till 18 to 20% body fat and stay there. Plan is to gain as much muscle as possible as a side effect, whatever little bit of body fat you gain. If that body fat comes back, comes up to around 18 to 20% body fat, then it is fine. You are not going to get diabetes. You're not going to get any obesity related issues. That is not going to happen. Go there, stay there for another two to four weeks, then cut down your weight again, get back to around 12% or so, and then 
rinse repeat wash rinse repeat that's all don't uh, beat yourself up so much because and learn to embrace that little bit of fat gain which is bound to happen especially when you are on a surplus even if you are on a 50 calorie surplus that is going to happen some amount of fat gain is going to happen there is no way you can stay lean as fuck and still keep gaining that lean gaining myth which gets through which is it's not a myth basically what you are doing right now that is the best way to gain weight best way to gain muscle mass that is of in a way that is lean gains okay you are not going on a dirty gain dirty bulking phase where you are just eating everything in your sight where you are just jumping from 2000 calories to 4000 5000 calories because ye bulking kar raha hai main you are not doing any of that you are increasing those 150 to 200 calories periodically carefully only when you are weight gain stalls or when you are progress in the workout stalls and if while doing so little bit of body fat goes up don't beat yourself about it you have lost that body fat once you can lose it again this muscle mass you will not get another chance to gain that again gain it once go till 18 to 20% body fat this time when you reach 18 to 20% body fat you will have much much more muscle mass than you ever had before at 18 to 20% body fat when you cut back and again gain it back to 18 to 20% body fat this time you will have even more muscle mass and each time you reach that right you each time you will reach that 18 to 20% body fat at a with a healthier physique healthier body so don't beat yourself up so much stay on a gaining phase get strong as fuck get swole as fuck so that was about it uh, thank you so much uh, that was nachige chetty i hope i answered all of the questions that were asked to me uh, i did not get into uh, some of the nerdy technicalities like sarcoplasmic hypertrophy myofibrillar hypertrophy mechanisms of hypertrophy blah 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 blah, blah. i didn't get into that because uh, in a podcast one it becomes very boring to listen to that uh, as it is my voice is very monotonous and listening to me for an hour or so is a daunting task in itself plus if i add some thing which is that nerdy shit you will not want to listen to that and there is nothing you can do about that as well so i did not uh, get into a lot of those technicalities and uh, i hope whatever i spoke about discussed right now uh, was uh, uh, helpful to you and if at all uh, there are any more any other suggestions any anything else you wanted to know about any questions you want to ask uh, or anything anything you want uh, or any other uh, podcast topics you have then you can ping me on instagram my instagram handle is nachiket underscore underscore shetty n a c h i k e t h underscore underscore s h e t t y uh and uh, that was about it thank you so much for listening and please do let me know your honest opinions about this entire podcast i will make sure that i keep uh, making it better and better uh, with the passage of time thank you so much